on this episode of the Fifth Estate Podcast. I ask the question or answer or have a bit of a discussion about what the end goal is with all this that we're going through, um, comment on Queensland going full seg- segregation and what the ambulance union claims will fix the triple zero backlog and problems we're having now. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Everyone, my name is Cameron Blewett, and this is episode 20. Yes, episode 20 of the Fifth Estate podcast. Um, bit of a pause there because I have lost track of what the numbers are. Anyway, um, now I do want to mention what their end goal is. I might leave that for a bit later on. A couple of things I want to cover off first is the news that came out overnight that, uh, dare I say, Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk is trying to, and it's got to be said, she's trying to out-Nazi Dan Andrews. Uh, Dan Andrews has brought mandates in for non-essential businesses that they can't allow the uh, unclean to enter their premises or the diseased uh, to enter their premises. Now Palaszczuk has implemented uh, something similar that's going to take uh, come into effect, uh, I think it's on the 17th of December. Uh, though recently she's gone one step further to say that quote-unquote essential businesses uh, can mandate or decide if they want to let the unclean in or not. Now, this is interesting because if there's no, I mean, like ultimately, even if there is a mandate, um, can businesses legally exclude you from entering the workplace, uh, entering their business based on a protected um, quality that you have, and that is your medical status. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see which uh, essential businesses do decide to um, say no and then what happens after that. Now, if you do, if you are in Queensland and that does happen, do not cause a scene. Do not cause a scene because that's only going to give the evil class more more ammunition than, than they really need. Uh, we should be looking at, you know, we should be getting the other people in the media, which which is corrupt and never will, to focus on what they're doing rather than our response. Now, if it comes to a place that they ask for that information, just politely say no and ask to see... Um, uh, whoever's in charge, a store manager or whoever the, the most senior person is at the business, explain it to them rationally. Get their name. Say, yep, you know, and that's what I've done. Just get their name and explain the situation and then let them know that, you know, you have a reasonable belief that if they refuse your entry based on that reason, that, you know, they could be breaking the law and they're breaking Commonwealth law. Um, so, you know, and it's, it's your delivery. It's how you do it and everything like that. Now, undoubtedly, there's going to be people that are going to be mouthing off and causing a scene, in which case they're going to say, well, no, I'm not going to let you in because you're being disorderly, which means that you have no legs to, you have nothing, you know, you don't have a leg to stand on. Um, So anyway, we'll see what happens there. Um, Now we've got, I think, six days. Um, Yeah, six days till 
the uh, new pandemic, um, pandemic, whatever he wants to call it, uh, pandemic declaration, sorry, I was looking for the word there, uh, until that happens and we see what life is going to be like under uh, a Premier's pandemic declaration. Uh, so we'll just have to wait and see whether he's going to do it. I mean, my thoughts are I don't think he's going to come down hard uh, just before Christmas. I think that that would be something that, you know, is going to make uh, Albanese look bad when there's no justification for it. Uh, I think after Christmas we may see a spike in um, the moronic variant uh, or something else and it's going to be just a slow ratcheting up of uh, the restrictions. Uh, I may have to wear the face diapers again and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. I think that's going to come come uh, probably just after Christmas. Maybe, yeah, I think probably when work, you know, that first week or the second week in January when things start going back and people start coming back from holidays and all that sort of stuff and um, we'll see what happens from there. But I don't think that they're going to do too much because it has the potential to make the uh, Federal Labor Party look bad and they're not going to be risking anything like that in the lead-up to the federal election. Um, you know, after the federal election has been called, if it's called in January or February, or, um, actually I don't think it'll be in January and February, it might. I reckon he's going to go either March or May, leave it till the last minute. Um, probably do March. I don't think he'll do Easter because uh, it's um, yeah, April, sorry. He won't do April because it's Easter holidays. I don't think he'll do it then. Um, I think an election is probably going to be in March. I'd say either March or May. Um, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, anyway, um, now, remember next year is an election year for Andrews as well. Uh, he's going to be trying his best to uh, suck people into believing that he is worthy of another term, another four years. Uh, the incompetent uh, sellout crossbenchers are going to be doing the same thing. Uh, and for things like, you know, it, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, so expect a whole lot of bullshit to come out next year as well. Uh, now, speaking of bullshit to come out, uh, we've all heard about the problems with the uh, emergency services, triple uh, zero, where there is a massive uh, delay in getting you know, getting things answered. Now, the that's the response of the Emergency Services Telecommunications Authority. Uh, so, but the uh, union, the ambulance union, who is... I don't know, who is... What's he from? Um, doesn't say. Anyway, whoever the ambulance union is uh, has come out and said that... The they need to uh, increase the staff from twelve to twenty four. Um, you know, it's supposed to have twelve on overnight, according to this. But if there's any drop shifts or they're not backfilled, then it's not uncommon. And reading from the article in the Herald Sun, then it's not uncommon that we see numbers drop down to eight or even nine staff. The ambulance, a Victorian ambulance union secretary said, "Oh, maybe they have their own union. It's not just a little offshoot of another one." Anyway. Um, with how busy it gets, the number of call takers needed to be at least doubled. Uh, those calls need to be answered within five seconds. When you're trying to get life-saving treatment to patient anywhere, you can we can shave no, anywhere we can shave off time is critical. 
sorry, is crucial. Uh, is the, will the Andrews regime do that? Um, we're broke. I mean, the, the state is humongously in debt. Uh, this is going to infect, in fact, impact our credit rating and everything like that. So we'll just have to wait and see where he's going to get the money from. Is he going to do it? Uh, don't know. But yeah, it's going to be one of those things. Actually, no, he probably will. He'll probably turn around and say, yep, if elected, he will increase it to um, to 12, uh, increase the numbers to 24 from 12 uh, and all that sort of stuff. He'll, he'll probably pitch it as um, an as election promise rather than implementing it right now, which is what the evil class normally does to try and uh, hoodwink you into uh, believing that they're a better, uh, better option than the other member of the evil class. Um so we'll just have to wait and see. Now, uh, yesterday, uh, RDA, uh, Reignite Democracy Australia, um, Monica, uh, did a YouTube clip, um, put it out to everyone. It's about seven, six minutes, six and a half minutes, so I'm not going to play it here because it's a bit too long. Uh, a couple of points I did want to raise in that. Now, I don't think she should have done that clip. Um, I, you know... I don't know what she's doing or who's advising her, but I think that that was more of her, the way that it was done was maybe to, uh, you know, to get people to see the more human side because um, she's been uh, less polished. She was in front of a green background rather than a green screen. Uh, so, you know, to make it look, you know, a, a bit more, uh, dare I say, commonplace and, and everything like that. Now, I don't think she should have done it because she said she's angry and she's encouraging other people to get angry. I think that that is the worst thing that can happen um, because when people are angry, uh, they make mistakes. Now, despite what Monica says, I don't think anger in any of this is a good emotion to have because all, all emotions cloud your thinking doesn't matter whether, you know, the good emotions or bad emotions or whatever it is, every emotion clouds your thinking and you're not likely to uh, make uh, rational or uh, informed decisions. Uh, you know, I do understand the anger, though I think it should be more about frustration. Now, uh, you know, a couple of incidents that have happened that I, um, you know, that, that are rather concerning Um you know that have happened in Victoria uh, over the last couple of days, and I, you know, and some of them did um, have been the catalyst for Monica's uh, YouTube clip. Now that being said, as I said, I don't think she should have done it. I don't think she should be telling us to get angry. Um, we need to be clear-headed. We don't need to be angry when we're dealing with what we're dealing with. Now, um, you know, people need to come out and, and understand what the reality of things are. And the reality of the situation is the federal government is not going to come and save us. The federal government is not going to help us in any way. Even if um, the UAP and um, the Liberal Democrats do end up holding the balance of power, nothing's going to happen because they'll probably only hold the balance of power in the Senate. I doubt that they'll hold it in the lower house. Um, so, you know, there, and there'll be an agreement done to not block appropriation bills, which is funding for, you know, how, how the, the government gets money and all that sort of stuff. 
um, in negotiations to, to form a minority government. Uh, so they're not going to come and save us because the Commonwealth isn't going to want to have a high court fight with the states because that brings into all sorts of stuff and then that's going to give the Republican movement uh, ammunition to say, oh, this is why we need to get rid of the Constitution, this is why we need to do a new one and, and all that sort of stuff. So I, I can't imagine them doing it, um, you know, happy for them to do it. I'd, you know, If they were going to do it, I'd love to see them do something uh, early, you know, midway through next year. So what the new Senate take will take take their seats in July. Uh, so you know, maybe August or September, start the High Court case. So that's going and and push push it to be heard sooner rather than later, which the High Court can do because of the nature of it. And uh, you know, get it to be heard during um, Andrews and even. Um, the Liberal Party in Victoria, their re-election campaign. Um, so, yeah. So, but anyway, going back to what I was saying is that need to stop thinking that the, that the Commonwealth is going to come and save us. They're not. This, what we need to be doing is staying focused, creating a parallel economy um, because they've infiltrated culture. So they've they've screwed up our university system. They've And, and this is the evil class. I don't know, whatever you want to call them. Uh, these people that are doing this are plainly evil. Uh, we need to be pushing for smaller government. We need to be focusing on that and, um, you know, finding candidates to run or to stand at the, the next state election who will support and stand, you know, up in whatever house that they're in, the upper or lower house, and say, this is what I am. I am for lower government. You get out of my life. You get out of everyone else's life. We want politics to be boring again. We don't want it to be interesting. You know, Parliament sitting for how often it does sit, I think, is um, you know massive. I would be absolutely happy if Parliament only sat four or five times a year, because the less time that they sit, the less chance there is of, of creating laws that will impact and intrude in our life. Now that being said, uh, I think that they should spend more time in committees. Um, there should be more committees. The committees uh, that are there should be given greater power. Um, we should, you know, appoint the ministers that will brief, that will form cabinet that brief or um, um, advise the Premier, get them recruited out from outside. Don't have them recruited from the government, get rid of assistant ministers and all these other little cash cows that, you know, they want the the, the faithful of the party to be getting more than just the normal um, um, parliamentarian salary and all that sort of stuff. So need to get past all that. Uh, so what is, actually, so um, now concerning now what um, Monica was saying is that talking about the um, unfortunate person who set themselves alight, I think it was Werribee, uh, a couple of days ago. Now that was only just picked up by the corrupt corporate press uh, yesterday. Now uh, this person did uh, had a, had a sign that uh, the mandates are killing us and things like that. Yes, they are. That's a, you know that's pure and simple. You know, the reality of things. Um, unfortunately, it's not new from the government. Governments do things every day that kill us. Um, the, you know, the federal government sends people off to war and, you know, that's something there. The federal government, uh, you know, the various governments, look at all the stuff that they do. Um, they're, you know, claiming to have a war on drugs and yet they're, they've got a um, safe injecting room. So, like, really, that shit's killing us. Um, you know, 
having cigarettes freely available is killing us. Alcohol is killing us. Um, the shit in our water is killing us. Um, everything that they're doing every day is killing us. Um, and, you know, it's, um, you know, you, you can't just turn around and say, oh, because of this. Well, the, the, really, we need to wake up and understand that the government doesn't give, does not give a shit about us. Uh, the evil class that are in there, all they want is power. And um, the more that they get, the more power that they get, the, you know, the more that they want uh, and everything like that. So, you know, this is the thing. We need to understand that and realise that they are not our friend. Um, the ruling class is not our friend. The ruling class is not there to help us or to keep us safe or anything like that. The only thing that can keep us safe is us. Uh, you know, whether... You know, it's the vehicle you drive, the exercises you do or anything like that. But, you know, we need to take responsibility for ourselves. We need to, instead of getting angry, turn around, accept response. Yep, you know what? We stuffed up in the past. We voted these morons in. We're not going to do it again. We're not going to do it next time. Come November uh, 2022, they're going to be voted out. And you need to stick to it. And this is what... These big organisations, regardless of whether you say RDA is a big or small organisation, there are still people that will support what they're doing. There are people that are giving them money uh, and things like that. So, you know, they need to be held responsible as well. They need to actually start educating people and letting them know how our political system set up, how our constitution set up, what voting for political parties does, why we shouldn't be voting for political parties um, encouraging them how to be, uh, how to stand as an independent candidate and, and all sorts of things like that. So, you know, it, it is only by doing that and um, putting in uh, resistance in that end or even to a, a point of, you know, let's, you know, organise just a, a statewide day of civil, civil disobedience. Now, I'm not saying protesting, going through the streets and everything like that, that everyone just turn around for one day and say, you know what, I'm not going to comply and then just see what happens from there. Um, so, you know, it's the thing, they can't arrest all of us and that's what these organisations should be doing. Now, I'm not encouraging anyone to do that. What you do is entirely up to you. Um, so, you know, that's what they're doing. Um, you know, uh, Senator Rand Paul in the US has said that a number of times, stop complying. They can't arrest all of us. Um, so, you know, I understand if you can't because you've got families and, and things like that. Understand that completely and I'm, you know, um, not going to throw shade your way or anything like that or condemn you for what's going on. But, you know, there has to be a point where you say enough is enough. Um, are you going to comply? Are you not going to apply? Are you going to keep uh, going along with it? Um, you know what? And, and that's it. And it's only by doing that which is a nice segue into the next bit, that we can stop their ultimate end goal. Now, my thoughts on what their ultimate end goal is, obviously, um, spoken about the Great Reset in the past, uh, I think that that is part of their ultimate end goal. It's obviously a social credit system, which is uh, getting rid of uh, uh, cash, so that, um, you know, cash itself, creating an electronic currency getting people to have um, purchases based on ESG, which is environmental, social and governance, um, purchases on that way. So the, the uh, what are they, brown industries or the, the non-ESG 
you know, high score industries, they're faded away. So that will be obviously things about driving your car, um, may even be consumption of animal products, which, you know what, as someone that's vegan, I don't necessarily disagree with, though I'd like it to become for that. Now, just on that one, I'd like it to come from the individuals themselves by rather than being government mandated or restricted or anything like that because that doesn't do anything to anyone. Um you know, it doesn't achieve anything. And, you know, I reckon there's going to be a UBI coming in as well uh, as part of that, which is how they get you compliant to uh, participating in the the wearing of the face diapers, the never-ending jabs and all that sort of stuff. Now, uh, talking about um, the ESG, there was an email that I got yesterday from Binance, um, the uh, crypto currency uh, exchange that uh, they're – going for and they've signed up to the ESG so they're the first cryptocurrency platform to do that now that has just made me take their money take my money out of them I'm not going to support them at all anymore because I'm I won't and that's what we need to be doing voting with our dollars taking money out of of these uh, organizations that do support that sort of stuff because it's not something that is going to be good for us it's not going to be something that comes out good um, or helps us in any way um what else so that's going to be all the plan is a great set great reset the final thing i don't know um you know i i think that i mean we are if not already bordering on a fascistic society because the corporates are in lockstep with the government uh doing the government's bidding all the time um that's the the big tech um you know corrupt corporate press um, and things like that. So they're doing the government's bidding. We're seeing um, the retail stores do it by pushing the mandate um, uh, on um, the jabs, sorry, jabs for staff uh, and, and things like that. So, you know, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I do. I honestly think that we're, we're bordering on um, a, a fascistic environment where the ability for the individual to speak up is um, slowly going. We don't have town squares anymore, so all we've got is the digital town square and, you know, what that they think the algorithm and everything like that, they control what, you know, influence what you see, um, only, you know, help you see what they want you to see and things like that. Now, speaking of that one, um, there was a report or something handed down uh, in Parliament or oh, I can't remember where it was, but... The lefties are getting all up, you know, all excited um, because there was something about an inquiry uh, into um, Murdoch Media. And, of course, K. Rudd is jumping up and down about that because he's the one pushing a Murdoch Royal Commission. Though, you know, it, it's a thing. Let's just, let, I mean, be honest. It's just sour grapes from Kevy. He uh, must be upset about something. He's still got a thorn in his craw, paw about it. Um about something that's happened in the past and he's just obsessed about that, um, the Murdoch Royal Commission. So I think that there should be um, a Royal Commission into all forms of media. That includes Facebook, social, um, Twitter, um, whatever all those other platforms are that I can't remember for the life of me, Instagram and, and everything like that, as well as every other form of media because you ha- and including the ABC and SBS because – None of them are doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're supposed to be the fourth estate, um, you know, holding those in power to account. They're not. They're just pushing the narrative of, 
whatever the narrative of, you know, the is it wokeness um, for things like that? You know, they're just pushing that. Um, you know, take this bug, for example. It's got a 98 percent, um, 98 plus percent survival rate and yet for some stupid reason, I have no idea why, unless it's because they're all incompetent or complicit in what is going on, the corporate press is out there pushing the narrative that this is something to be scared of. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I think that we you know, need to be looking to all of them, looking at the part that they play. And you know what? I, as much as I, you know, yeah, no, actually I'll leave that one for another day, um, another another conversation. Now, um, as, yeah, so... Uh, won't get any further on that one. What else is there? Um, I think that's about it. Um, don't want to waffle too much because um, this one's coming out late. Had a few too many things to do this morning that I couldn't quite get done in time. Uh, so apologies for the late um, arrival of this episode. Uh, recording another one uh, later on today. There will be Tuesday uh, another um session with Robin Tudor, uh, that looks to be a good one, going to be talking about all sorts of things, so look forward, you know, keep an eye out for that one on Tuesday. Um, what else? I think that's about it. Um, so I might end this one here uh, because it is getting later and I've got a million other things to do. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Um, please like, subscribe and whatever else you have to do on your podcast platform. Um any show notes for this one you'll find at episode 20. That's the fifth.estate forward slash episode 20. Uh, thanks for listening. My name's Cameron Blewett, and this was the Fifth Estate Podcast. Bye for now.